Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. If you can spare a few dollars each month to help me continue to produce this podcast, please check out Queer Stories on Patreon. You can also follow Queer Stories on Facebook and me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Following a very, very long corporate career, Chris Southcote burst onto the comedy scene in 2020, a great choice of year to launch your performance career. He's since bagged gigs throughout Australia. He was a grand finalist in Sydney's Comedy on the Edge 2021, a Queensland Raw semi-finalist in 2021, and the Sunny Coast Festival's Laughable Runner-Up, also in 2021. At an age where he could quite possibly be hitting a midlife crisis territory, he comes armed with years of stories to share, with an edge of bitter and a splash of sarcasm. He's just a grumpy old queen trying to make sense of the world. Aren't we all, Chris? Aren't we all? Wow, how good is it to be here? This is a bit nicer than some of the rubbish pubs I perform in with pokies in the background and people a bit confused because they're eating their chicken parmy thinking, why is comedy on? So, are you guys ready for a story? Okay, so I'll tell you, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a um, coming of age story. So, the summer between junior school and high school was the summer that kept on giving. I was still carrying the puppy fat that my mother had been telling me I would grow into. She told me this in 1988. It was now 1994. (laughs) How long does this fucking puppy fat last, Mum? Along with my joyfully round belly, I received many other gifts that summer. A terrible bout of acne, an unpredictably weird voice, and an acceptance of the fact that these strange feelings that I was having were in fact boy crushes. Safe to say, I think I was pretty ill-prepared for the lion's den that was high school, particularly as my main objective was to make it onto the netball team. (laughs) From an early age, I always just wanted to hang around with the girls. My dad thought I was quite the Casanova. Befriending all the girls in the neighbourhood, little did he know that I was way too emotionally intelligent for the boys. I thrived way too much on D&Ms with the girls whilst plaiting the hair of My Little Ponies and planning our next musical adventure. (laughs) We were always wanting to put on the show, and I always always had to be the lead. That was much more fun than running around in the dirt playing football with the smelly boys. Yucky. I would go riding my bike, visiting my friends with my big oversized handlebars that had these amazing rainbow streamers attached. I would be wearing my huge sunglasses reminiscent of Marilyn Monroe in her prime. Who the fuck did I actually think I was? Rainbows blowing in the wind singing my own rendition of I Should Be So Lucky, or the locomotion, depending on my mood. My brothers used to say to me, you're such a girl. Trey original, bro. Trey original. Little did they know that I always took that as a compliment. All I ever wanted to be was a strong, independent woman who could be in the netball team. (laughs) 
The junior school I was in didn't have enough girls who wanted to play netball, so they needed some boys to fill in. All my friends, all three of them, uh, were in the squad, so before the teacher could even finish her sentence, I harped up, yes, I'll be in the netball team, I'll be goal attack, please. For those of you that aren't budding netball fans, goal attack is probably the most assertive, sought-after position. GA, as it's referred to, commands the court. GA is the key attack position who is always able to revel in the glory of shooting goals. GA is often the star of the show, the spotlight. For those of you who do know netball, I can hear your whispers thinking, I knew he was going to be GA. <laughs> and to you I say, fuck off, it's not my fault you were wing defence. Our junior school netball team was quite the team. We were always top of the league and used to think that we were the bee's knees of netball, the mean girls of the junior league. On reflection, no one in the team was taller than four foot and a fart, so uh, it must have been painfully slow and tedious spectator sport, probably why my mum never used to watch. But being the cream of the crop, we had no doubt we would carry this excellence onto high school and we dreamed together over the summer about the applause and celebrations that awaited us. I had visions of the leader of the rugby team carrying me around on his shoulders, proudly wearing my netball bib as the crowds cheered in awe. <laughs> my first day of high school certainly didn't meet these expectations. I went to a Catholic high school which had the motto, together, we are the body of Christ. <laughs> The uniform of gold and purple did nothing for my complexion and the gold clashed massively with the oft-blonde sunning spray that I used to dye my hair at the time. All my fellow junior netball players had moved on to the competitive school so it was the unwritten rule that they were dead to me now. I was out on my own. Day one, I walked into school with my oversized blazer, an ugly fat tie, and before I could utter a hello to the first person who would make eye contact, I got shat on by a bird. <laughs> I did not see said bird, but I can assure you that I've never hated anything I've never set eyes on so much in my life. It was clearly a very big bird, evidenced by the destruction of my blazer, shirt, and not so concerningly my ugly tie. The splashes in my sun-kissed hair and dribbles in my ear were less pleasant. For the first two weeks at least, maybe even more, no one wanted to be my friend. I was simply known as the boy that got shat on. <laughs> Reputation damaged and ego bruised, I thought that a surefire way to rebuild my credibility would be to show off my netball skills. The other kids would see my passion for the game, my lightning speed around the court, my ability to shoot hoops like they were going out of fashion. Surely this was a fail-proof plan. I went along to the netball tryouts following Tuesday afternoon. I arrived courtside wearing my pristine, unused gym gear ready to get involved. I was greeted by the evil glare of the real mean girls. If looks could kill and they were so much fitter, bigger and slimmer than me too. You can't play netball. It's only girls in high school, they scowled. My heart sank and as the PE teacher came bouncing over with that annoying bounce, fake smile and loud voice that only PE teachers seem to have. She pulled me aside. I'm afraid you can't play in the netball team. It's only girls in high school. It's not like junior school. I've let Mr. Lloyd know that you're going to be a wonderful asset to the basketball team. So he's expecting you. I didn't want to play fucking basketball. 
My dreams were shattered, but pride beaten and bruised, I went along to the basketball trials. My mum had bought me new trainers to try and cheer me up, and whilst I was very grateful of the gesture, she got me a pair of these Gola trainers, which I knew that only the poor kids wore. I had to make do, so I used whiteout to colour in the Gola sign on the trainers. I thought I'd done a good job, but the vicious boys of the basketball team noticed in seconds. I was shit at basketball. The worst, and I didn't even want to interact with the boys. One, because they saw me as the shit-covered Gola-wearing netball reject. And two, because I was scared I would find one of them cute and crush really hard. So I took myself to the school chaplain that day. I didn't know what I was expecting or what she was supposed to do, if, and even if a prayer would help. But I had faith. There was always a massive queue for the school chaplain, this friendly elderly nun who would welcome anyone to come to her with anything that they wanted to discuss. Unfortunately for her, it was an unwritten rite of passage that everyone would go to her as a prank. The mission was to tell her that your fish had died and then you weren't allowed to laugh as she would make you bow your heads and say, let us pray, as she blessed the dead fish. One after another, you'd see the kids rolling out of the chaplain's room in hysterics. I can't believe she prays for a fish. By the time I got to the chaplain, I could see she was already planning her next prayer for the dead fish when I cried out, I just want to be in the netball team and it's not fair. Sister Adrian was going to fix all my problems. And then there was no prayer. She simply said, you can't be in the netball team, son. That's for the girls. Have you thought about playing a game with the boys? Dreams shattered and heartbroken, I gave up on netball. Until I got to Australia. 28 years later, I arrived on your shores. <laughs> and quickly realised that you folk are mad crazy on mixed netball. <laughs> this was my chance, this was my time to shine. I pushed back the childhood trauma and ventured to a netball social in Sydney's Moor Park. I was terrible. <laughs> the worst netball player ever, I was quickly handed the wing defence bib and that's if I wasn't being subbed. <laughs> so after all these years, it turns out that I hate playing netball. <laughs> it's the worst. I never went back, and the moral of the story is never give up on your dreams, but get on with life all the same because you might realise that your dream is actually a nightmare. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I've been Chris Delco. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.